What's going on, Kim Foe? Welcome back. Welcome back. Another episode of Key to the City Podcast. It's your favorite Kim Foe, Keone G, a.k.a. Mr. Key to the City. Of course, you know who it is. And uh, thank y'all for tuning in for another episode, man. Showing sure appreciate the support uh, that we've been getting lately. Whatever you've been doing, liking, sharing, commenting, uh, telling your mama and daddy and them, whatever you've been doing to spread word about the podcast, we showing sure appreciate you. And uh, we don't take it for granted. Appreciate everybody that uh, voted us as a finalist for Best of Jackson podcast uh, in Jackson, Mississippi for Best of Jackson 2022. Damn. Uh, we appreciate y'all. We ain't got words yet on what we finished that. So hopefully when they announce it, we'll come out that thing victorious and bring it home again like we did in 2020. You did that. Also, um, I got some exciting news coming up for y'all. Key to the city is expanding. Uh, we got some new co-hosts, content creators that's going to be joining us. I'm excited. I'm going to introduce them to you in the next couple of weeks or so. And uh, I'm just excited what they're going to bring to the platform and hopefully help take us to the next level. You dig that? But yeah, I'll be introducing uh, that individual next week. And uh, just like with our last episodes, man, this episode is no different. We're going to keep hitting you in the head with quality content, quality guests. And um, this young cat that I got coming up with me on this episode, man, the young guy got bars, man. I can't put it past him. Uh, he definitely spitting, uh, currently residing in Kentucky. And uh, we're going to find out what this rap scene is like back there and uh, what it's come up been like so far. He's a young cat, only 22, man. And spitting tough, I'm definitely telling you, uh, you need to check out his projects. Um, he dropped two projects in 2020, uh, Mac World and Paperwork. They jamming. Uh, I think out of those, uh, from what I heard, Ride is probably my number one joint right now. That joint definitely jams. So y'all definitely want to check him out, man. So we're going to bring him to the city today so we can get him introduced to the Kenfo family. And uh, welcome to the neighborhood. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the city. My kinfolk, Matt Trail. What's going on, big dog? What's good? What's good? What's good with y'all, man? What's good, Keith? I can't call it, man. Glad you're on, man. How your day been so far? Appreciate it. I'm glad to meet you. Yeah, it's been cool, man. Just getting to a bed, making good plans, man. Getting stuff in motion, man. That's it. That's it. We love to hear it. We love to hear it. And like I was telling my audience, man, um, you definitely got the talent at your age, bro. Uh, I can see you definitely going a long way with it. Uh, but before we even get into your music, um, I just want you to tell my audience a little bit about you. Now, I, I told him you're currently residing in uh, Kentucky, but you're a Mississippi cat, right? Oh, most definitely. Born and raised. What city? From the Delta, man. That's all the way with me. You got down Greenville. You know what I'm Greenville. saying? That's all still out there. Country fears everything, most definitely from Greenville. Delta, man. Yeah, I met a lot of people from the Delta when I went to school up north. Shout out to the Delta, Greenville, Mississippi. You dig that? What What was it like coming up in the Delta, man? Uh, everything was a one. You know, what I'm saying as far as just on the on the learning of everything, creativity was always around. We just didn't have much exposure whenever it came to just. You know, in certain platforms and everything now, but now this time starting to roll, time starting to span and everything. 
you know, stuff is starting to develop in piece by piece. They're in the most perfect city, but we learned how to actually grind and get it out the mud out there, you know. So cool people, everything laid back. Southern hospitality always with me, but most definitely had to get it. Already. Y'all got any studios out there? Mostly everybody had to invest in their own. It all depends. Most of mostly they got studios out there and stuff, but when I first started just making music, I was just uh, at one of my partner's studios that he be doing out home, you know what I'm saying? Just getting to it, getting recording time, getting studio recording time in mostly and everything. So I was either doing here and getting me some masters. Man, your style is so versatile, man. I was trying to compare you to somebody, but I couldn't. There wasn't nobody that stood out. Uh, seemed like you got a kind of standalone style yourself. Uh, who were some of the artists that you was inspired by or that inspired your sound coming up? Because you're still a young cat. Yeah, coming up was, yeah, most definitely. Was, coming up was, I, all my music really just from a versatile standpoint, so. Like all my peoples, I was hanging around old heads. Always around my pops and my dudes and stuff. So they always bump earth, wind, and fire, old eyes, and stuff like that. That's just mm-hmm. the melody part of it. But as far as lyricism wise, you know the usual Lil Wayne, uh, Drake. Then when he was really just rapping much wise, but I be listening to a lot of newer cats. Dude named uh, Isaiah Rashad, TDE, same oh, yeah. people signed Kendrick Lamar, Ben Cole mm-hmm. and stuff. I be on some, yeah. Most definitely. I'm definitely familiar with them cats, man. And uh, so, like I say, you uh, early 20s right now. Uh, you're building your following, building your platform. Um, you remember what age it was you decided that you was going to really take it serious and pursue it as a career? The age that I really just said I want to take it serious was around like, I want to say 19, 18, 19. I always was around rapping hip hop and stuff like this. So it was learning. I was learning how to freestyle and stuff about four years old, five years old. I'm pinning, you know what I'm saying? Pinning, being on the table and the desk and everything, most definitely. So I just started taking it serious career wise, though, like 18, 19. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, what's your recording process? I do. I usually do a little music back in Gap, uh, back when I was in school. But I could never write with like, uh, well, I take that back. I started off writing poetry and then I could, uh, I say 75% of the time I have to listen to the beat first before I write the raps as opposed to I know some cats that will write the rap and they'll tailor it to whatever beat that they think fits it. Uh, You got a style like that or do you even write at all? I know a lot of people like to say, I don't even write cuz I just punch in. It depends on what, what mode I'm in, really. Sometimes I go to the studio prepared with like two, three songs I already read. It's either I had to beat to it or not. Then sometimes I just freestyle off the dome. So it's either or, you know what I'm saying? Being able to freestyle and stuff keeps you versatile because it's like even when people be saying they just punch in our records and shit like that, that's just like sitting and freestyling then writing it down. Only difference is you just record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How you decide what to keep? As far as making it a song, mm. I decide what to keep. I go off of sound quality. I go over more quality because you got to make a lot of music. You got to stay consistent and everything like that. But you don't want to make 
like two whole projects, two, three whole projects, and it wasn't even no quality sound to Amy to begin with. You feel me? So mm -hmm. I at least make sure I was always on music a lot, so I got a good keen ear to it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the most perfect person, but you know, I've been on music for some years. So as far as just picking my music, I just go off with the quality. If I'm able to say, for instance, say it could be a clean club song, clean love song, clean trap song, turn up song, anything, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's all just off what the vibe is, really. Yeah. Now, uh, I'm an old head compared to you, but uh, I do like a lot of music uh, from the younger generation. I'm not one of those cats that, um, you know, hate on the younger generation. If it's good, it's good. If it's trash, it's trash. It don't have nothing to do with age. Um, but I will say, I feel like your generation is more into uh, the beat uh, and the sound, uh, how that track is hitting compared to my generation, even though I still love artists that ride the beat. I came up on T.I. That was my favorite artist as far as ride the beat. But I also like bars from uh, like Jay-Z and those that are like. Yeah. But you are actually spitting bars and you're making quality songs um, that can get radio play. Um, but in the generation you're coming up in, do you feel like <clears throat> that people are recognizing your talent? Or people's attention span too short to where they're just looking for what's hot this week and they'll be on something next week. I feel like your talent was kind of built for like my generation, more so to speak. Yeah. But what's your opinion on? It? Well, I, I feel like it's all within versatility. You know, I don't ever just say that hip hop should be like just one different genre or one different sound, but you have plenty of artists who was cold rappers back in the days and with lyricists you feel me but that was a style back then it's probably something totally different from 2021 2022 where everybody mumbling saying all day but that's you know what i'm saying just it's yeah. definitely based off of what the the i want to say the audience wants to listen to you know because yeah. i can make a song with about two or three words just with a good melody or something and then i can make something that's full lyric you know, you had people that's like, of course, Tupac and Biggie, them the main, you know, household names and everything, Pac and Biggie to the fullest. And they had full raps of storytelling or full raps of where they had like a, at least a full story scene of it compared to other rappers like Playboy Cardi and Lil Uzi Vert or most of these people who could just make a song with like two ad-libs, but if they know how to, you know what I'm saying, get the people that have short right. attention spans to listen to it then that's just a music marketing in that place so facts it's all about what a person wants to listen to really jay-z i'm still gonna make a, drop a billion records right now you feel me like dr dre just dropped the whole album we are he passed like his 40s but he just dropped the whole album and everybody from the younger generation probably don't bump it but you know you got some old heads it's gonna help you go platinum you feel me so, believe that yeah. what's the uh what's the hip-hop scene like in kentucky It's A1. They have different, you know what I'm saying, showcases, artist showcases. Uh, it's a different style from where, you know what I'm saying, being from Mississippi, I always laid back everything like that. I hear everything. It's upbeat, up-tempo, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
most of the rappers who who are out within this way are either lyricist or still up tempo type rappers. So it's cold mm-hmm. out here though. No cap. Okay. Some good people network with some good artists. Uh, one of my partners, uh, Buku, bro, do music. He's an artist, but he's also an engineer, so he fully, you know, what I'm saying versatile with it. This is all the mix songs and stuff. So all in all, it's a one. Shout out to the hip hop scene in, in Kentucky. I don't think I've ever been out to Kentucky. Um, 2020, uh, you dropped two projects. Uh, they both EPs, correct? Yes, sir. And they both jamming. Uh, both solid bodies of work, man. Um, have you dropped a debut album yet or anything you consider the debut album? Uh, haven't dropped a debut album yet. On some real. Is that the plan for twenty? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna elaborate on that question first. My plan for dropping an album it probably be within the summertime or probably beginning the next year. I'm trying to drop me another EP because I've been really working more building an audience off with just single records and stuff like that. That's what I've been Mm -hmm. pushing mostly. I got a song called "Mean More to Me." A song called We Up that I have two videos of, but I dropped those as singles rather than full projects. So I at least still have the two full projects of body of work just to check the catalog and then just keep myself updated and stuff. My whole playlist and everything on YouTube still has it here and there. So I got a project in mind. I'm probably going to drop in April, but that's for it. But the main reason I haven't just dropped a project just so hastily wise, or uh, just on some real advice. And it stuck with me when it comes to music and stuff like that. You have to deal with figuring out the the full paperwork, and you got to figure out contracts, and you have to figure out okay, say for instance, if you want to go to this company with with this amount of skill and with this amount of content, you know what I'm saying? They gonna look mm-hmm. at okay, what did you make off first album sales and everything like that? You know yep. what I'm saying? Instead of just keeping EPs dropping, they see that you having a greatly based audience rather than just keeping you at this little limited pinnacle, you feel me? So mm-hmm. if you come to them with, okay, you know, we got the grind and grit already from the EPs and stuff like that. Imagine imagine how many ends we make with albums. Imagine how many da-da-da-da-da. So, yeah. Most of the advice I was looking up towards, you know what I'm saying, is mentoring-wise, I take heed. And you are currently independent, right? Yeah, sir. I ain't signing no labels, no more. Well, that was going to be my second question. Oh, you say you're not signed. Would you sign to us? Depending on what the contract is, I got to be able to keep my masters. I got to be able to, if I, if I'm getting some bread out of this, if it helps the company make some bread, I got to be able to keep my masters out there. Other than that, that, they'll offer you a quick old, you know what I'm saying, 50 piece, take your masters, make like 40 mil off you, and all you go to you, that 50 piece, they sit you first. Nah, fuck that. I didn't right, keep right, my right. masters at least if I said it. And I don't think a lot of these artists are understanding that uh these advances are loans. It's not a signing bonus or anything like that. It's an advance of a future earnings that they expect you to recoup for them. Uh so they're not just yeah. giving you the money up front. That's a loan. Um and you sometimes you can use loans wisely, use debt wisely uh to position yourself especially if you got a movement going. So keep that in mind, artists. Let's not keep falling for the same trap. Don't go get a loan and then go spend yeah. half of it on the chain. Backwards. Yeah. Um, Most definitely. 
but yeah, though, everybody in the music game has their own uh, perception of what success is. It's different for everybody. Um, you know, some people just want longevity in the game to be able to make a consistent living from it. Uh, they don't have to be rich, but they can make a living and do what they dream, do what their dream is. Some people want to get rich from it. Some people want to um, be famous. Like, what would this success be for you? Success for me would be growing steady well. Steady well. Because I can get rich right now today and go blow out and go fuck up all my money. You know what I'm saying? Rather than me having wealth that's a full plan where if I'm making this money right now, I got enough longevity and enough workplace together to where I'm good for another meal for about 15, 20 more years after that. More years after mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's mostly longevity, but it's it's wealth within it, though. I don't want to just be doing music and not making no money from it because, you know, do music, endorsements and shit from this, all tour. So use that shit to do my wealth. That's full success for me, having wealth. So. Word. And you said you had your I own label? Is, nah, I ain't got my own label, none of that. I miss my own artist, but as far as just label-wise, anything like that, nah. I got my paperwork legit with my copyrights, yeah. But I believe that. Believe. What's some of the artists you want to shout out? Uh couple of artists I want to shout out. My partner Black Canvas, he dropping this track with Lil Nine called Solid Killer. He got coming up soon. So they got a video for it today. That's somebody who I was working with on the Mac World tape, paperwork tape. Uh um, me and more two videos. Uh, we got a couple of tracks. One called Broken Magician, Broken Scoreboard. All these got vids to it. So we got visuals, everything. Um, shout out my partner, AI Booker. You know what I'm saying? One of them solid partners. Shout out. Um, man, everybody's in the game. Just really getting there right now. Mostly. Is everybody on this music right now. To the reach, all these folks. Uh, goddamn. Shit, my partner Flag, uh, Village Kid, Chris, uh, my partner True Ruler, uh, yeah, <laughs> the whole squad, the, the whole squad, uh, shout out to all y'all boys. Uh, what do you think your music represents? Like, what message you want people to get from your music, or are you just doing you? Just doing me, also with personality freedom, though. You know what I'm saying? I use music. It could be for therapy or just just be for me wanting to be creative about something. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what I use my music to is not being afraid to be creative. You know. What you do to stay focused. Uh you know, a lot of these young cats can get caught up in uh, old cats too, get caught up in uh the idea of what it is to be an artist and what comes with it, as opposed to actually putting the craft and the art first. What do you do to stay focused? What do I do to stay focused? I stay out the way of mess, man. Mm. That's what that's how people really really just torn up into in this music game and stuff. They either want fake ops or want to deal with a thousand different people and all that stuff. But I got my writing process. I got my one shawty. I ain't worried about these crazy legit females be on that crazy stuff. I ain't worried about none of that. I'll be you know what I'm saying? I mostly stay out the way, though, when it comes to yeah. it. Get to a bed, use my creativity, build. 
other than that, man, that's what my focus is fully towards building, just a full blueprint. That's what's up, man. Seems like you got your head on, right? So I definitely applaud that. Uh, how can my audience follow you, keep up with you, support your music, uh, everything like that, socials, all that? Uh, Socials-wise, add me on Facebook, Darren Washington, D-A-R-I-O-N, last name, Washington. People know how to spell that shit. Um, as far as my Instagram, mattrail 662 that's my full Instagram right here in the parentheses. So y'all go check that out. Uh, some of my music links in the website bio of my page. So that'll be right there. Go on YouTube, type of Mac Trail, M-A-K-T-R-E-L, Spotify, Mac Trail, iTunes, Mac Trail, Title Music, Mac Trail, everything. You know what I'm saying? Mississippi, always connected, M-A-K-T-R-E-L, all that stuff. So, yeah. Ah, that's what it stands for. Mr. Bell always connected. What the trail? What does trail stand for? Uh, so I just chopped in half and was like, "Hey, shit." <laughs> <laughs> Already representation where I come from and me. You know what I'm saying? So shit. That would have been. Well, bro, we definitely support everything you got going. Um, here to keep to the city and uh, all my kin folks, y'all make sure y'all hit them links. Uh, go support them. Uh, I'm gonna have to come out to key to this uh key to the city. I'm gonna have to get out to Kentucky at some point. I'm trying to expand the show, so I'm gonna start running through different cities. What's uh you close to Louisville? Travel? Uh, yeah, it's about about an hour away, about an hour and a half. So yeah. Come visit. It's you know what I'm saying? Or just getting content, getting your business and stuff out, man. The full downtown area, people actually for you know what I'm saying? I'm trying not to cuss as much. I don't know if I can do much on live, but you can do what you want, man. Function business, you know what I'm saying? I will be actually fuck with the craft when you're trying to go out and get it. You feel me? So it's like, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, I want to find out all the hot spots, the hot artists, where to eat, where to party, uh, where I can find history in the city, black history, all that, man. So uh, that's definitely on my radar, man. Uh, but I appreciate you stopping through, brother. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep spitting tough. Uh, I'm probably from the bump. Uh, these projects, the uh, rest of the next week, uh, that ride joint out of here. Uh, but, yeah. Okay. And a new joint uh, hey, that check you dropped the, recently uh, in November. Uh, huh? When I dropped That was the... Uh, Get some Straight. Yeah. That hits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the turn up. I had to pick that for the turn up. Yeah. And you said, what's the other one? Uh, it's a track that I got called We Up. You know what I'm saying? That was produced by one of my producers, by name Kenny Stein. So, you know what I'm saying? Getting ready to wave, getting everything wave right now. Just okay. keeping it in motion. So, yeah. Already, bro. Well, we definitely going to keep an eye on you, man. Keep grinding. I hope this uh 2022 is successful for you, bro. And uh, we had to get you on again, my boy. Yes, sir. Most definitely. All right. This has been another episode of Key to the City Podcast. That's the King Mac Trail. I'm your Ken Folky on the G, Mr. Key to the City. We'll see y'all again next week, man. Peace, love, blessings. We out. Most